What's up, pukers? Pukers. You're listening to PukeCast. The show that pukes out the truth to everything you need to know to rise and thrive in the Web3 world. Because it's all about puking rainbows and smoking hopium. So, uh, my name is Willdrop. Uh, my, my real name is Long. I'm a fully docs developer and uh, game developer at uh, Virtually Human. Uh, we are a company at uh, over 100 people. We also created a few hit games like known as uh, Zedrun and Human Park. So we've been in the space for a very long time. Uh, really excited to uh, tell more about our game, uh, Animro. Awesome. Um, I can introduce myself next. First of all, I love the name PewCast and what your tagline is. That's hilarious. <laughs> um, my name is Bean, a.k.a. Bernice. Um, I lead marketing and community for Animera. Um, thanks for having us today. Excited to chat more and let you guys know all about Animera. Yeah, sure thing. So uh, a little bit background of myself. Um, I'm actually from the team of Kaiju Friends. And we initially started off, um, you know, doing this podcast in terms of like, you know, during the bear market, uh, we just want to find out instead of just getting whitelist, we also want to try to understand because um, like even in this podcast, it will be pushed on to YouTube, uh, Spotify. So we have a range of channels for it whereby people can listen it after, you know, after maybe they, they can't make it in this time, but they can listen it after that. So... Initially, short story is why Puke Rainbow or why Puke Cast or why anything related to Puke is because I started off the whole NFT journey uh, being in Doodles and I was so lucky to get the trade called Puking Rainbow and then what, what else better to name yourself in the web Retriever than I just flip it and become Rainbow Puke. So that is it on me and I just want to know like, for example, how did you guys you know, came about with the whole idea and inspiration for this project? Sure, I can start. So Animera has been uh, kind of a crazy idea of mine. Um, I really love old school pixel art games from uh, Super Nintendo, Nintendo days. Uh, we want to get back those vibes that uh, we all had fun growing up playing. Um, Animera uses a lot of stuff, cool stuff like uh, on-chain gaming to save progress in the game. Uh, we have upgradable NFTs that you can acquire pretty cool loot in the game and equip and increase the rarity of your NFT as you fight monsters. Um, as well, we, we're very wildlife-focused. Animera means hermit crab in Latin. Uh, we chose uh, hermit crabs because of their symbol, symbol symbolism with uh, wildlife. Um, we're offsetting our entire mint with our partners, uh, Ariel, uh, which has done the offsets for projects like uh, Moonbirds and Sia and, uh, and Shakira. Uh, we, we're going to offset our entire mint and uh, also contributing more to plant uh, mangrove trees in Indonesia and restore kelp in uh, Southern California as well. So, uh, yeah, that's basically a lot of really cool core concepts that we have here. Yeah, and I, and I saw it that you said, you know, this is the first uh, world, like, you know, the ocean P2E kind of game. So um, what do what you really meant by that? Yeah, so I think that uh, a lot of P2E games kind of have a bad rap. Um, people are coming in as investors and they're playing these investment games that aren't really games. Uh, we really want to focus on being a game first before anything. Uh, you'll be playing this game because you enjoy it, not because of the earning potential. Uh, there are ways to to earn NFTs uh, and some other cool stuff that we're, we're having on the roadmap. 
Um, but another cool aspect of the game is that you can contribute directly to wildlife conservation. Um, when you play like these old school games like Donkey Kong, Pokemon, there's all these inspirations from wildlife, all these animals within these games, yet you know so little about those animals. Uh, Animera would love to teach you about these animals that uh, are on the, the brink of extinction and that you contribute directly on chain to charities, such as the ones we just mentioned with our offsets. Um, so that's one big paradigm shift that we're trying to create with uh, Animera. I, I really like the analogy of you talking about, you know, a game has to be a game first. Because, like, for example, you know, um, for instance, since last year until now, we've seen many of, like, the P2E games. But I think one thing, like, for, for example, when I got started uh, in the whole Web3 journey, my, my first P2E game was, like, XC, right? So that's, like, the main number one game uh, at that moment. And when you say that, you know, the game has to be fun first, it really dawned to me that, you know, like when I play XC, it's not about it's not about the fun. It's it's more towards you know how many times I can click on it to gain like the coins so I can gather my SLP and sell it, right? So it's basically kind of like, uh, you you kind of like when you are playing XC, it's not like um you are ha- ha- enjoying playing the game, right? I also do play games that you know I enjoy myself, but when it was with XE, it's more towards like, you know, you are kind of like working or grinding just to get the coin. And I think because of that, maybe one to two months later, I just fall off because I don't see the fun in doing that. So a game that's, you know, targeting more towards having the fun element first and then the game or, you know, the the pay later, I think this will be a huge benefit for the game. And it's also a way of holders to stay longer. What do you think about it? Yeah, yeah I completely agree with that. Uh, yeah. Do you want to take it first, Bernice? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I like totally agree with what you're saying. Um, we've never called ourselves a play-to-earn game. It's always play and earn. We're creating a fun game first. There's actually a strategy involved. It's not just like you click and you wait kind of thing. Um, I, I can't stand games like that. Uh, so we're creating a really fun strategy RPG that kind of has like roguelike elements and like card deck building elements and kind of like a zero player strategy game. Um, But then the bonus thing is you can also earn and you also have this amazing NFT that you can power up using the equipment that you find in the game. Um, And we're integrating a lot of cool blockchain um, innovation. So we really want to target kind of the people and the gamers that are currently in the web two space and bring them into the web three space. But do it in a way where it's not scary. Um, there's like low barrier to entry and they do it in a way because the game's actually really fun to play. And then while they're playing, they actually learn all the kind of blockchain side of things. Yeah. And and just to let you guys know, I'm actually a very, like a big supporter of like play to earn or play to uh, play to and earn, right? Or play to experience. Because like, for example, I think... What you say is true. Like the barrier to entry or understanding like what is NFT all about, it has to do with like integration. So for example, you know, a lot of times when I talk to my friends about like, you know what, guys, just enter this project, just buy it, but it's only a PFP. And then they don't really understand, you know, okay, with this PFP, what should I do? Should I just wait for the founder to do something and then I get my returns, right? But they don't really understand the ecosystem. They don't understand the functionality of what the NFT can do. But for example, if you enter a 
play an earn game, right, or P2E game, instantly you are able to know, all right, you know what, I need to buy the NFT. And once I have the NFT, I can actually use it in game. And through the game, I can earn something and experience something. Then you get the full package of, you know, understanding the metaverse, understanding how NFT can be integrated, understanding your identity in Web3. And I think this this whole thing is really important because, like, for example, I've, I've been to not only P2E, but just say run to earn, right? Like Stepan, one shoe costs about a thousand plus uh, dollars. And then once you get that shoe, you have, you have to run it. But the barrier to, you know, for people to understand the whole concept and spending a thousand bucks in it, it seems like a little bit too high to enter. But if you are playing, for example, a game that you find it fun, then you will want to earn it because that is the extra bonus for you, right? And like, because I'm in Malaysia, so back in Malaysia, we are very close to the Philippines. So Philippines is big for, you know, monetizing on Axie Infinity and they have like, you know, different, different groups of people that you pay them, like Malaysian people pay them and then they just play it and every month they have a certain KPI whereby they give you the SLP and then you sell it for profit. So the whole... I think the whole ideology or the whole concept of the mar- of the market for P2E has kind of like changed into this like Ponzi scheme because of people manipulating the whole system. And when a game comes out and say like, you know what, let's focus on the game first. And if, and if it's fun, then you earn. If it's not fun, you don't earn. I think this whole mentality shift has to happen in the market. And then your, your project will be, you know, the projects that is kind of like actively advocating for this and it will be you know greatly beneficial for your whole project as well yeah awesome one of the things we were really focused on is reducing that barrier to entry there's so many people that are jumping into blockchain registering for like a metamask wallet not knowing what all of this is they just kind of want to start making money and that's kind of like a wrong way to approach it uh, what we're doing with our game is we're creating a free-to-play game where you can come in uh, sign up with your regular email, um, play out the game, do it completely free to play, and then choose to register for your, your wallet. And we teach you through the game itself and why you want to do that, because you might unlock more stuff for part of the game. Yeah, so like, for example, if um, a holder, if they don't mean the NFT, will they be able to like experience the game? Yeah, so we want to have a lot of bonuses for NFT holders. Um, acquiring and powering up your NFT that requires your NFT, of course. But you can try the game out from a free-to-play model, play through the whole game. Um, you'll be kind of limited to some of the stuff. You want the NFT to be like unlock certain like traits and power-ups and skill trees and stuff like that. So the NFT kind of unlocks all that, and kind of, you're kind of really incentivized. But we're, at the same time, we care about that barrier entry. We know not everyone can afford like a thousand dollar NFT or something. Uh, we'll be offering ways to play and participate in a game from the cost that makes sense from a free-to-play game or a mobile game. You know, you know what, what, what I really love about like currently what you guys are doing is actually the Deep Sea Challenger. Like it's like, you know, it's not a game, but it's kind of like a simple thing that you can do to earn coins. So um, for, for those, like for example, even me, I, I tried to claim everything of the coin and currently I have, I have the coin. So what is the, you know, the usage um, of, of those coins in your ecosystem? That's awesome. I love to hear that you signed up for a DC Challenger. So we created this as a way to stop the annoying like Discord grind that everyone's really frustrated with with a lot of NFT projects. 
wanted to create a really fun kind of like mission board where people can sign on either using their wallet or just through social and be able to complete quests. Um, and then they'll, they'll be able to earn Shell, which is our off-chain token. Um, we actually just had our first redemption event um, earlier this week. Uh, it was a really fun experience. Hopefully some of you guys got to experience that. But um, our users were able to spend their coin and roll for a chance to win some awesome prizes. So we gave out everything from mintless spots because we're minting very soon on September 13th. Um, we gave out free mints, actually. Uh, we partnered with some amazing projects to give away their NFTs. Um, we also gave away um, a donation like to be able to adopt an animal from a zoo um, along with like one-on-one -on -one time with the NMR team if you wanted to chat with me um, about marketing your community or with Whale Drop about uh, being a founder and um, about the tech side of things. Um, it was really cool. We had, um, I think, over like 60K users interact with the DC Challenger. So it was really, we had, had a lot of people say they had a really good time. Um, they loved the experience. They thought uh, it was really fun. And um, we've reopened the Deep Sea Challenger since then. So we'll have more redemption events in the future. We're already securing some awesome treasures and loot for the future events. Um, so hopefully people keep interacting with our Deep Sea Challenger. Yeah, I think it's, you know, in a way, we always like to say, you know, we want to eliminate, for example, the, the Discord grinding, um, you know, just join giveaway and then you, you do nothing. So, like, these days, you know, when you put a little commitment, like, you know, why whitelist works so well is because you go to the challenge of, you know, giving out your address, get, joining in the Discord, uh, getting your role, opening ticket. So, there's, like, so much effort in there. And when you get the whitelist, you... you kind of like you know have more conviction in terms of wanting to mint it because that is something that you put the work in so it's the same thing i think is the, the same concept of you know dipsy challenger as well like when when i go in you know uh initially i just click on the things that is simple to do like instantly you get the coin you know daily login and stuff like that but later on like you know once you collected the coin you tend to like you know what, let me just collect everything. And and it, it's like, you know, you, you collect everything, but there's like two to three things that you leave it open. You're not going to be satisfied with like, you know, a certain degree of OCD that you have. So in terms of that, you know, you got to click in, enter the Discord, you know, and, and follow the Twitter. And, do, and when you do that, it's kind of like differentiating your project with different projects. It's like, this is the first project that I see, see that has such a thing. And instantly you... You know, that, that small little thing or that small little difference in the space right now, if you see, like, you know, if project innovates a little bit more, it tends to stand out and give that strong impression in people. So I see when you told me, like, you know, the Deep Sea Challenger has, like, 60,000, you know, uh, users interact with it, then it's really kudos to you or, or to the team. Uh, whoever thought about it, it's just a wonderful idea, man. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, our team put a lot of time and effort into the Challenger and in our redemption event. We love building and creating really cool pixel art experiences. So thank you for noticing that. Um, I also want to mention for the Deep Sea Challenger, we we're actually inter able to integrate it into our Discord. So people can complete like more unique type of quests. Um, and usually we'll create quests that align with our project values. So for example, one is 
are kind of like we want to have um, like give social like social impact and do good in the world. Um, so for like Earth Day, we had all our community members um, go pick up garbage in their local communities, and they had to. Um, take a photo with them with their bags of trash and upload it via the challenger and then they were able to earn shell and then um, they're also entered in a giveaway to win like a mintless spot and cool prizes so we've done fun things like that we've also done something called like a seed food challenge it was a play on um, I don't know if you've watched Silicon Valley before um, but people posted photos of like their delicious food and they got shell for that so it's just fun to create fun quests and get the community involved yeah i think it's it's really you know um, it's really different in, in terms of how uh, we want to engage with our community and when you have a certain specific goals that you want to build within your community and you keep on you know just doing that innovative ideas or keep pushing that that thought then you, you are able to form that whole culture within the community that just wants to grow this whole thing. Like, for example, you guys are like really big in terms of like wildlife pres- preservations. And if, you know, the, the things like you said just now, uploading a picture, these are all, even before the game are launching, they are already actively doing it. With the game launch, you know, which a community is actively playing, I think this can just bring up to even more ideas and things that you guys can can do in a in a global scale and so let's just talk a little bit more you know because like what i say you know p2e or you know pne is always like being a buzzword in in the bear market but currently like now i think a lot a lot of projects fail to make the game like game fun and then it's just not not seeing a light in this uh area anymore so what makes you you know um be confident that you know your your whole system is sustainable and what are the challenges that you guys uh, currently face to uh, build a fun game? Yeah, so we've been building this game for a very long time. Um, we're lucky that we're supported by Virtually Human um, and they've created Zed Run in the, in the bear market in 2018. So this is when games, uh, NFTs weren't even a thing yet. They were already innovating and, and made uh, the NFT come more life than just being a picture by actually integrating this horse racing game. So we are in a sort of a bear market right now. We're unafraid to just be building for a while, create a really awesome experience. Um, so regardless um, how well we do in this mentor or not, um, we'll, we'll be building here for next year. It's not a fast like pump and rug type of project for sure. Uh, we're backed by great investors um, as well. We're doing so much care, careful game balance and such. Um, we have like four seasons of gameplay uh, one thing that's really missing in, in a lot of these uh, play and earn games is there's no story. We've spent so much time with our story. There's uh, there's lore. There's every single attribute on this NFT. Um, your characters will have names. Um, there's also a way that we can bring the community together by building your own teams within the game. You'll be able to play with friends in the near uh, in the real map. Um, and as well, we're going to be launching in uh, the next year on the mobile stores. Uh, we we're not going to release something like a a test flight file or um, or an APK file. We, we really want to be on the stores, be a very legitimate game, have people play and not even realize it's a blockchain game. So these are all the things we're really looking forward to be uh, building. Yeah. And you know what? It's always about being able to uh, leverage off some someone's strength. And I really like, you know, like even yesterday when I did the space, it's more towards like if, if you are not, 
in for example you never built a P2E game before, it's always best to leverage someone that has done it, right? So in terms of like you know what you guys are doing in the web retriever, it's always about uh co- connecting with one another and you are able to you know leverage off like for example um having a partnership with uh, virtually human studio they already have the experience of building a good p2e game and then you don't have to stress yourself in terms of like you know uh, building it from scratch but obviously leverage the strength of others and i see here that you also have you know um when talking about p2e sustainability uh, you have partnership with Ariel. So maybe you can explain a little bit of you know what, what Ariel done and then how uh what is their role in terms of this project? Yeah, so we chose Ariel as a very um, strong strategic partner because we really want to be about um defeating some of those negative biasness against uh crypto games. Uh one thing that people often say is uh, uh crypto games and, and crypto in general is like kind of doing very bad in the environment. So that's why we've decided to like offset our entire mint really early with Ariel. Um, they've done it several times with uh, some very large projects, uh, like I mentioned earlier. Um, and they're also going to be doing more stuff. And we're looking for ways to contribute directly to wildlife to, uh, through them, through gameplay itself. Um, imagine like in our game, you you face like a boss um, and then you decide to donate um, a per- per- percentage of proceeds from the, the boss's loot to go to a specific charity. And this is all verifiable and all done on-chain. I think this is something Web3 can do and never a Web2 game. So we're just trying to experiment with some awesome ideas like this. So we really want to incentivize people to think about gaming differently. Yep. And when you talk about, um, you know, doing, providing the loot directly to, like, you know, different communities, uh, I think this is something that I have never seen in a game before. And uh, kudos to you for keep pushing out this whole wildlife preservation. So maybe just want to dive down a little bit. Uh, is this like a passion of yours, a goal of yours to like, you know, preserve the wildlife? Yeah, it's because like, honestly, I grew up with so many games with wildlife inspirations. Animera really takes that to a new level. You're actually learning about all the creatures in the oceans in the first, uh, in our first stage. We, we, we have real life like lampreys, we have sea slugs, and you understand what the, where these creatures are, are coming from. Almost all these creatures that you're facing are endangered. Um, they're also so like remarkable that you wouldn't even know they're like a real creature. Um, that's not like you know like fantasy like Pokemon. These are just real creatures. Just have really awesome real life experiences. Um, so I think that's just really cool. Yeah, and is there any reason to why um, you guys are doing like pixel art? Like, um, or is it something that you guys like? We love pixel art because of uh, the old school retro games. Um, we love like Kaiju Friends, Kaiju Kings, and, and all the, the pixel art projects. Big fan of stuff like, uh, um, like what's, what's it called? Um, they love the on-chain NFTs as well. Um, yeah. So we were really interested in that market. Um, I'm a huge degen in all this stuff, by the way. So I understand what it's like to be part of this pixel art community. And, and I love this community. And one other part is that uh, we want to be as on-chain as possible. So there's a lot of cool stuff for having a real map to be done on-chain and pixel art is a way to do that. And it doesn't make the game less fun at all. <laughs> I it's, it's because like, you know, even I, I've been seeing, for example, monitoring uh, the bull market and the bear market. And I realized that one thing that always stood out is like, for example, when we were in the like bull market, 3D projects 
uh, is able to sell, right? But when it, we are in the bear market, then we see lesser of, you know, uh, 3D projects actually mincing out. So we know that the market sentiment in terms of 3D is not that high. But when we talk about like pixel art, pixel art, even since um, CryptoPunk started up to now, like I think for like the last week, there's another project called Shimeji. Uh, it's just a mushroom, right? Not, nothing really special about the whole project. But it's, because of pixel art, people like it. Uh, it gives like the old school retro uh, vibes of mushroom. Like when you play Mario, you know, those mushroom look kind of stuff. And I think it's just because of that, uh, you know, it takes back, takes us back to our roots and we really love it. And when I see that, you know, your art is a, a pixel art, it instantly, you know, we have that this plus point in terms of, you know, how the market uh, view pixel art projects and the market really love this kind of like, you know, old school retro vibes kind of thing. So maybe we can dive down a little bit in terms of the lore of the game. Yeah, so we have a lot of like attributes um, that are taking cultural references. Um, so I'm a big fan, obviously, of like crypto covens. Um, you'll be able to see like pretty interesting descriptions in in the attributes there. Uh, you'll also see like references to um, um, like cultures, like like Vietnamese to Chinese to Japanese to to Persian, to Celtic names as well in their contract. There'll be a lot of really cool references everywhere. Um, do you want anything, add anything else, uh, Bean? Yeah, we've, in in our lore, we, um, we'll be teasing it more soon, but we built an entire storyline with kind of different seasons. Um, I think the really cool about, the cool thing about Web3 gaming is that everyone is going through the storyline at the same time. It's kind of like we're all sitting together and watching this movie, but this movie spans like months or years. Um, so I think that's pretty cool. Um, but in our lore, um, we've obviously incorporated a lot of like wildlife um, and different creatures, but also blockchain mechanics. But you kind of don't really know you're learning about the blockchain mechanics because we kind of like suddenly tied it into the story. Um, so I'm really excited to start teasing that out. I think people get more of a like first taste of our lore once um, we put out our mint experience. Uh, people will be able to mint their own mystery bowl um, from Octo uh, Noodles shop. He's our, he's our shopkeeper. You guys have probably seen him in our art. Um, but you'll learn more about Octopus Noodles and what these mystical like mystery bowls are and why there's like Anamara that are summoned from these Mr. Mystery Bulls. So it's really cool. Yeah. And I just want to know, like, for example, in terms of your whole game mechanics, um, maybe you can explain a little bit on, you know, how the game is going to be like. Uh, is it like, you know, challenging uh, challenging a boss? Uh, is it like a um, P- P2V kind of game and stuff like that? Yeah, so we don't want to have a lot of uh, blockchain transactions. We know how unfun it can be to just click and, and grind, as you said. It's going to be a very strategic game where you're powering up your character, walks around the map, um, fights monsters, and uh, you have to specialize in gear for your, your character to uh, defeat these monsters. From being these monsters, you get uh, cards that can change the land and spawn more monsters. So your goal is to get as far as you can without dying. Um, and you also get something in the game called gold that you can buy more skills and, and kind of upgrade your talent tree. Um, and your goal is to basically like do this like maybe like 15 minutes a day to see if you can reach the boss 
And uh, once you do, you're able to acquire loot and uh, a bunch of other cool rewards. It's all going to be uh, created in Unity, by the way. So it's going to be like a very legitimate game engine, um, and it'll be playable from the browser. You won't even know it's a blockchain game, and that's what we're trying to focus on. Yeah, and I just want to know, for example, like the shells that I earn um, in, for is it able to? Is it the same currency that you'll be using in game? And what it enables, like, do you have like a planning on creating like a cash shop, uh, a power up? What are the like functions of a shell? Yeah, so we love the idea that the, the challenger has been so um, remarkable and and how positive it's been. Uh, we want to continue building it out. Uh, we'll have another more rewards you can get from the challenger itself with the shell. Um, but for the game itself, it'll be kind of very different from the, the shells. Um, there'll be a way for it to work together. Um, there'll also be other kind of earning mechanics that I can't really talk about at this stage. Uh, but you can earn NFTs from the game. You can earn NFTs from the, the, the challenger itself. And you can work together in the game to, uh, to really create a different, unique experience. Um, it'll also be incentivized, by the way, to collect equipment. Um, so your NFT morphs depending on how much equipment you have. Um, so if you want, you want to collect like all the shells possible, different rarities, because it might give you more passive bonuses within the game to uh, become more stronger and, and thus earn more. So it's a really cool system we built out. Oh, and the, one last thing, we've also been taking a look into the free-to-play market and stuff like uh, energy and such, um, you know, like battle passes, how they work to give you uh, deeper rewards. There'll be a lot of like um, stuff people are really used to for many of these mobile games, and we're taking a lot of inspiration from them. So expect like relatively normal price points for those type of games as well. Yeah, and I just want to know, like, for for you guys right now, is it like you know full time um, in the Web three space, or you're actually juggling both in like Web two and Web three? Yeah, so I'm uh, definitely full time Web three. Everyone else on our team is as well. Uh, we are completely funded and backed by uh, some really good VCs like uh, uh, TCG and A16Z. Um, so our, we've done a Series A and raised over $20 million for Virtually Human. So we're completely funded and Zed Run's profitable. So we're all like completely as a family and, uh, and really happy where we are. We love all this stuff and we constantly degen all together as well. <laughs> and in terms of like your team, are you guys all in, in one area working together, like the core team? No, actually, we're very international. So most of the initial virtually human started in Australia. Um, we've have some. We have our designer in Italy. Um, we also have um, another team in California. We're, we're completely remote. Um, we meet with everyone at any hour of the day. I'm kind of forced to have like investor meetings at like sometimes like two a.m. and stuff. <laughs> but uh, I, I I enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, and it's because like for example, um, you know international but it's always have this this kind of like time barrier so there's there's no try so someone has to sacrifice uh in a certain time but uh when we i think when we are in a different time zone the benefit is like you know you get things done even when you're sleeping right like for the kaiju friends team for example like the things that you roll out um after that after the meeting probably it's my time to go to bed but when i wake up the thing's already ready because they're on a different side or they're just beginning their day so uh it's it's really i think fun and interesting to know how you guys uh plan out so maybe before we end uh, we you can just share with me like the entire roadmap that you guys are planning to do and also what is your goal um, that you guys want to achieve by end of the year 
Yeah, so right now we are really focused on our Mint. Uh, we're very excited to showcase what the minting looks like. We've hired like voice actors in our Mint sequence, so you'll be going through a cinematic experience to to get your Mint. We're very excited about that. Once you have your Mystery Bowl, um, there is a mystery behind this bowl. That's why it's not just called Mystery Bowl for fun. Uh, the first thing you can do is hatch your Animera, uh, and then you still have the bowl, so stay tuned to figure out what that does. So that's, that's on our roadmap. Uh, we also want to roll out our equipments and... Uh, We've had our contracts audited by Quantstamp. Um, they've been audited so that you can equip other NFTs. So we're rolling out those equipments soon. Uh, we have a great partnership announcement uh, lined up that uh, we're just signing off on now. Um, in the past, uh, Virtually Human has partnered with uh, companies like NASCAR, Budweiser, um, Netflix, uh, Atari. So expect a lot of high-tier mainstream partnership announcements. And we'll also be exploring how to do more drops with them. Um, as well, everyone who is early is like eligible to a lot of really cool partnerships as well. Yeah, I um, and it's, it's always yeah, it's it's always about like having uh, strong partnerships uh, that that brings up the brand. Like if we if we take a look at for example the top five uh, brands or the top five NFT projects, it's always like you know they have a strong partnership with, for example, CryptoPunk has with uh, Tiffany and Co. Uh, Artifact Studio has with like Nike, so it's always about you know um, good NFT brands uh, partnering it. And when you say like for example, um, you know even the uh, virtual <coughs> the virtual human studio, they are able to have like tons of partnership. And if you guys you know have already a studio that is actively building out a game and announcing partnerships um, on the way before even uh, launching the project and also have like this whole fun uh, thing, interactive thing, uh, building on a good cause. I think like, you know, in terms of all the marketing angles that you guys are targeting, uh, you guys did it super well in it. And uh, just it's just good to see a project uh, that is so well prepared even in the bear market. And uh, maybe you can uh, just share with me a little bit on, like, for example, in terms of um, your game, are you planning on to have, like, a, a demo game? Can uh, users see, or, like, a short interactive game? Or it, it will be, like, after the launch, and then you launch the game? Yeah, so right now we kind of offered some people who were uh, from the Challenger um, some private viewings of the game right now. We're kind of in, like, stealth mode and... Uh, but we really want to shill it and to start like people try it out, but we're not quite happy with where it's at right now. Um, we've spent already nine months on this game, by the way. Um, we've crafted so much of uh, the game balance. Uh, we just want to make sure that this comes out best possible experience ever. Um, some of our production studios that we've had with uh, Zed and Human Park have uh, created stuff for like Avengers and, and other movies. So we really want to keep that, that high bar of... Uh, of, uh, of gameplay for uh, our first release. So, but yeah, it will be a prototype. Um, we want everyone to try it, um, special access for people who are minted. So that's on the really early roadmap and it's going to be rolled out um, very shortly. Awesome. And um, I just wanted to say, you know, um, you guys, uh, thank you for being here um, on the on the space today. And I'm look, really looking forward in terms of... Uh, 
look at your project. I'm, I've been joining the Discord and I so wait, can't wait to see what ca- I can use more of for the shells, uh, waiting more towards um, your mints and it's, it, it's in, a, in a week time. So is everything like currently like getting even more busier or how are you guys coping with that, you know, that stress of like one more week and it's minting time? Oh yeah, we, we feel it a lot on our developer <laughs> team right now. We, we're testing it at... Um, I'm open to uh, just sharing with anyone, by the way, um, if you want to take a look at it on the on your side, I've uh, been getting some of our partners to to also test it out. It's really awesome, but there's a few kind of kinks like, you know, gas and uh, um, mobile, certain browsers, that type of stuff where we've been really hammered on testing right now. Yeah. So uh, once again, you know, I, I know the next week is going to be a big week for you guys. So all the best to you. I'm really rooting for your project to be uh, a huge success. And uh, thank you so much for having having me to host the space today. And I wish you all the best. Take care. Thanks so much. Thank Take care, so everyone. Much. Bye. Enjoying the podcast? Go to the PewCast Twitter page and subscribe to the newsletter. We'll write a summary that you can read in three to five minutes if you don't have time to tune in. Remember to click the notification button so you don't miss the next episode. All Things Rainbow. All Things Rainbow.